This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, here we go. Welcome to Hump Day, February 21st, 2024. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Abe is here as well. I was I was thinking about that in the shower this morning. Why were you thinking about Abe in the shower hey. this morning? Yeah, I was saying, hey. <laughs> It's guttering Cheyenne. It's a good point, too. I mean, yeah. It was weird that it did come up in the shower. But, you know, it's always like it's guttering Cheyenne. But Abe is here as well. He is bright and early. <laughs> we appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Uh, we have to hide your 71 today. We're going to carry that with us all throughout the morning. They were thinking about Abe in the shower this yeah, morning. That yeah, is, that is something you're never going to forget about at this point. <laughs> didn't mean to just come off that, that way. But, you know. uh, where do we go from here? I feel like we've, <laughs> we've, we've peaked already. Yeah, that, is, that is very true. It's all downhill from here. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Cactus League spring training starts. I'm so excited. Cool. Uh, 20 seconds to name all... 15 teams to play here in the Valley. I don't know if I can do all 14, but obviously we have the Diamondbacks, we have the Rockies, we have uh, the Mariners, the Reds, the Dodgers, the shoot. All right, time's up. Instant blank. Instant blank. I can see the teams. Like I can see the colors. Which colors? Oh, the A's. The A's play out in Mesa. The Angels play out in Tempe. Yep. So that's what seven, six. I don't know. I wouldn't keep them track. Oh, somewhere around there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I have a list of them, but uh-huh. then you were like bouncing all over the place. Well, I was, and I'm like, just, trying, uh, I was picturing the map of the valley in my head and going to like yeah. all of their. <laughs> I I mean, one half plays here in uh, Phoenix. The other half plays in Florida. Right. And they all have their own little um, uh, spring league. So you got D-backs, Cubs, White Sox, Reds, Guardians. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Rockies, Royals, Angels, Dodgers, Brewers. Oh, that's right. Okay. A's, yep. Padres, Giants, Mariners, Rangers. All play here yep, in the Valley. That, that, now that you're saying them, that all rings a bell. Because um, we just, I, I think also, last also week. Also the Mets. Oh, see, I didn't know that. No, see, the Mets don't play here. Oh, see, see that know, was just, new. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you would say that to any team though, right? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, that's not right. No, I was like, oh. No, that, what, that one in my head was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. 
All right. Yankees play here, too. But we literally just looked at the map of the spring training fields like last week. Yeah, it's just crazy how many teams do play here in the Valley. Yeah. And um, But again, it's half and half, you know, half in Florida, half here. Yeah. I'm excited. I actually get to take my mom to her first spring training game this year. It's going to be gorgeous this weekend, too. I know. I'm so excited. To get out there and do it. So uh, enjoy the spring training. we got more on the the, uh, D-backs coming up a little bit later on this morning. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, Beyonce, she's got this new song called Texas Hold'em, and it just debuted at number one on the Hot Country Songs chart. Uh, makes her the first black woman to ever have the top spot. She's also the first woman uh, to top both the Hot Country Songs chart and the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart since the genre chart lists began back in 1958. Wow, good for her. It's an accomplishment, whether you like it or not. Tracy Chapman, she was the first black woman to solely write a number one country song thanks to Luke Combs' Fast Car. Right. So uh, Beyonce following uh, Tracy Chapman there. You liking this this song? I do. I know this is an opinion that a lot of people aren't going to agree with, but I like it. It's catchy. And if you put anybody else's voice on it, that's not Beyonce's and then heard this song, Dimes to Dollars, you would like it. So you think it's because of Beyonce and uh, her being the queen bee and just all she's done in the pop 100%. world. 100%. As to why people don't like this song. Yep, I absolutely think that. I've seen a lot of comments. I've followed a lot of posts where this song is concerned. And I truly think that it's just because it's Beyonce. But I like it. It's catchy. I, I dig the song, and I dig it so much that I have begun my transition. What that means, we'll explain <laughs> what, a little bit later on this morning. Transition? I have begun my transition, Cheyenne. I am concerned <laughs> greatly. We'll explain a little bit later on when we're on Instagram Live, okay? At Gutter and Cheyenne uh, on Instagram. We'll be up there about 740 this morning, and I will explain what a transition is. Because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, the song title and the song, Cheyenne. <laughs> okay. I dig it. I don't know what this means, you know, and I'm scared. What, I, what I'm a little worried about with this song and Beyonce and you know the, the hype behind this song and the um, buzz about this song is that there's a lot of newer artists mm-hmm. in this format. And that's, that's what I love about country music, that it's all-inclusive. You get some of these up-and-comers that roll in here, like a Priscilla Block. Yeah. Uh, Haley Witters. Yes. Right? They have these new songs out there that are in a new music category in a country station, but because of the buzz and the hype behind a Beyonce and her song, her country song Mm -hmm. radio stations almost have to add it because of that hype yeah I definitely see that point so that sucks for like a Priscilla block that sucks for Haley Witters because they gotta get bumped out because there's so much hype behind another song by a massive name like Beyonce. You're not wrong but that just kind of is it is what it is and that's the name of the game please tell me that I'm right please can you please tell me that I'm right you're right. Thank you, Cheyenne. <laughs> when you say you're not wrong, it's pretty much the same thing. So. I, refu- I hate saying you're right. <laughs> I hate it. Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. You can always text us here in the studio at 22108. Speaking of texts, I want to catch up on some texts that have been coming in here, Cheyenne. Text of the 360, agree with you. I'm totally Cheyenne about Beyonce's song. Sweet. It's catchy, it sounds country, and it's really good. Honestly, so when totally Cheyenne, what does, what does that she, mean? She, they agree with me. Okay. They agree with me. Because that is probably, if you take out her voice and only listen to the music, that is one of the most country songs that we play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be the one to say it. I don't mind. Text from the 602. Don't worry, Gunner. I think about Abe when I'm in the shower, too. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I uh, made a comment this morning that in the shower this morning, I always say it's Gunner and Cheyenne. I never say Abe. And Abe's here every yep. morning. Every day? Every day. And then I just out of curiosity, I had to text this person back. I said, uh, are you male or female? <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> what do you think the response was, Cheyenne? I mean, I hope it's a female. It is a female. Oh! 
Uh, text goes on to say, it's just something about that deep, calm voice that makes your imagination run wild. Are you single? <laughs> Thank you, anonymous lady. I hope you have a great day. Ooh, ooh. Right, keep it going, Abe. Keep it going. What's up, girl? How you doing? <laughs> she ain't wrong, though. She ain't wrong. <laughs> and Cheyenne. Now we're going to play a little game here, Cheyenne. It's okay. called Jerk Move or Nah. Ooh, I like it. Jerk Move or Nah. I'm going to tell you a story, and you just tell me whether this was a jerk move or not. Okay. okay? A nursing home got a big batch of Valentine's Day cards for its residents. Oh, that's nice. But they weren't from children. Okay. These Valentine's Day cards were from a funeral home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? The cards were tastefully done. They didn't uh, have like the Grim Reaper on them or anything. <laughs> I'm uh, coming for you. <laughs> they had a uh, red heart, pink bow. Residents were supposedly overjoyed to receive them. Aww. But a funeral home sending Valentine's Day cards to a nursing home. <laughs> jerk move or nah? I'm going to consider this a jerk move, but I do think it's tone deaf. Like, read the room. I don't know. If the residents aren't tripping, I don't. why should we? And they were overjoyed, Cheyenne. I mean... Hey, was, if they're happy with it. It's not like they said, see you soon. <laughs> you know, with the Grim Reaper on the we'll front. We'll see you. You won't be seeing us. The Grim like, Reaper with a, with a, like, putting his fingers in a heart shape. Love you. <laughs> Some family members were upset, claiming that it was insensitive uh-huh. and shameless marketing. The funeral home apologized for any unintended distress. Oh, jeez. Nursing home said it's no big deal. They said, uh, we value the support and engagement of all of our neighbors in the community, including T.H. Sanders, who is the funeral home. Residents were thrilled to receive the cards, and they all had a lovely day celebrating. I think that the family members are more upset because they know that, like, that's the next yeah. phase of life. That's like a, uh, a cow getting a birthday card from a butcher. <laughs> right? Uh, Pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. Maybe. You're not. You're very right, Gunner. <laughs> Might as well include a 20% off coupon or something in there. Right? I don't know. Camel Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gutter and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Well, today's big decision came via a direct message on our Instagram at Gutter and Cheyenne. And I'm going to subtitle this, Date or Ditch. Ooh. So it's a big decision that she is facing. Should she continue to date him or should she ditch him? Here's the situation. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, they've been dating for nearly nine weeks. Okay. And on Super Bowl Sunday, he confessed that the night before, while out with friends, a girl kissed him. Ooh. They danced intimately. Ugh. Just <laughs> dirty dancing. Dancing intimately sounds weird. <laughs> they made out at a club. Ooh. Okay. This gal who DM'd us, who wants to remain anonymous, is unsure how to feel because he did disclose the incident the next day, but she's concerned about his behavior. Okay. He admitted to the kiss, claimed he didn't realize what was happening until his friend showed him a video. Ooh. Although he offered to show her the video, she declined. She wonders if his behavior at clubs now will escalate in the future, considering that they've only been dating for a short yeah. time. So date or ditch. Oh. That is the big decision that she is facing today. It, they have only been dating for nine weeks. It's not a very long time. It's still a really new relationship. Mm-hmm. But he did disclose it literally the next day. So that tells you that his, it's eating at his conscience. He felt 
the need to tell her. That's a big deal. Yeah. He offered the video evidence, which she declined. She right. didn't want to see Can't her blame man her. kissing I, on another woman. I probably would have declined as well. Would you have? Yeah, I don't want to see that. I feel like you would have been like, let me see that woman. No, no. <laughs> but also, the other thing about the him being okay with showing you the video is that he's seen it. He knows that it's not all that bad. You know, because if okay, it was bad, but he bad, still bad, did it. He still did it. I know. I mean, what's to say that he's not going to drink that much down the road? Maybe at his bachelor party, having a little. You know, if this relationship yeah. progresses to that point, that's the hard part. That's the other side. That's the the other side of the pillow. Is you know, not the coin. It's not the oh, pillow. Hey, the cool side I like of the, the pillow. Other, the cool side of the pillow. <laughs> I like it. Anyways, that's the other side of the story is, yes, he's admitting it. However, is this a sign of things that could come down the road? If the conversation of exclusivity was had and we are exclusively dating each other, even though it's only been nine weeks, if you're willing to do that, I'm still out. But it's still a mistake that he's admitting to. A mistake is a mistake. And that's a mistake that I don't really look past too easily. What have you always said? You said uh, emotional cheating is worse than oh, physical for sure. cheating, Emo- right? Emotional but, I mean, cheating is way worse for me. He didn't even remember it. <laughs> he didn't remember it, Cheyenne. So there's no emotional at all. That doesn't make the action any better, though. Well, he didn't remember it. Right. And he came oh, clean. Little asterisk if the exclusivity conversation never happened, you have to let it go. Even though you're dating for nine weeks. You can, yeah, but if you're not exclusive and that conversation wasn't had, he's still openly dating. I wouldn't call that date. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, she actually, she's right there. Thank you. Okay, so date, because, dating is just the act of going on dates. Yeah. It doesn't uh, imply boyfriend, girlfriend. I am dating wow. multiple people. I'm going on dates with multiple people. I'm not exclusive with anyone. Even talking to somebody and dating somebody for nine weeks, that's not implied that no. you guys are exclusive? Welcome no? to dating in 2024. Yeah, Never yeah. imply. Yeah. Don't want to live in that world. It's terrible out here in these streets. <laughs> Or maybe I do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the big decision somebody is facing today. If you can help them out, maybe you have a similar story. Maybe you learned by living this already. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, we've got a doozy of a big decision today somebody is facing. Um, we're going to subtitle it Date or Ditch because of what happened the day before uh, the day after Super Bowl. All right, so this gal, uh, she messaged us on Instagram at Gunner and Cheyenne. Her and her boyfriend, they've been dating for about nine weeks. And on Super Bowl Sunday, he confessed uh, that the night before, while he was out with his friends, a girl kissed him. I like the phrasing on that. A girl kissed him. I like that he blames her. (laughs) (laughs) Danced intimately with him, and they made out in a club. Okay? Okay. Uh, She's unsure how to feel because he disclosed the incident the next day. But she's uh, concerned about his behavior, understandably so. He admitted to the kiss and claimed he did not even realize what was happening <laughs> until a friend of his showed him a video. Yeah. I'm happy right now. I don't understand. <laughs> no, dude, under- look, watch the video. I do not understand what's happening. I think is this CPR or is this love? <laughs> I don't... How do you not understand what's happening? <laughs> anyway, uh, she goes on uh, with this whole thing. He offered to show her the video. She declined. She wonders if his behavior at clubs will now escalate in the future, considering they've only been dating for a short time. So. I think my biggest ick with this situation is the friends videotaping it and instead of like stopping him. 
I feel like the friends knew he was seeing somebody and still just kind of like let it happen. And I mean, that it's just only been me out. nine weeks. It's uh, what, one week more than two months. Again, I mean, it's been a short amount of time. Back to the exclusivity conversation. Did you have that conversation? Were you exclusive? So date or ditch. And a lot of people are saying what you're saying there, Cheyenne. If they did not have that exclusive talk, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really hold it too much against him, right? Yeah, you can't be mad. Text of the 480. I'm with Cheyenne on this one. If they've already talked about being exclusive, then yeah, ditch it. That is a very much a red flag, though. But if you're not exclusive, then yeah, you got to let it go. It's a hard part of dating in 2024. Speaking of that, text of the 623 just entered the dating world in 2024. It's rough out here. <laughs> I was told I love you within two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, but I told my now wife I loved her within two weeks back in the day when we started dating. 2006? 2005? Something like well, that? Well, I guess each there. I don't <laughs> but know. But she also broke up with me after exactly. I said that. So, but. <laughs> you jumped the gun just a little bit. Text with the 602. Let him go. It doesn't matter if he told you about it or not. It's the fact that he did it. If he did it once, what's going to say that he isn't going to do it again? In that moment, he had no thought of you. Absolutely. Even when you're drunk and out and about, and I can say this because I know when you're drunk and you're out and about, if there's somebody that you're seeing or talking with, like, you know where your heart's pulling. And if your heart is not pulling to the person you're seeing. But okay, so remember, she said he told her that he didn't know what was happening. Maybe he thought it was her. He was that hammered. He was that hammered. He thought it was her until he saw the video. They're like, that's not my girlfriend. They weren't even out. If they were out together... (laughs) I might give you a little bit of like... she just happened to be at another part of the bar or the Exactly. I might give you some slack on that, but considering they didn't go out together, no. Now you're just pulling at straws. I I don't (laughs) see anybody who is on the uh, the dude's side here. Yeah. Um, I think it ultimately comes down to that exclusive talk. If they have the talk and he did it, ditch him. Yeah. If he did not have the talk... Definitely a red flag. I wouldn't call it a red flag. I would call it a pink flag. Something to look out for, and it might be a problem. I think, if anything, it might be a a great uh, catalyst to talk about, to jump into that exclusivity talk, right? 110%. Give him that second chance. If it happens again, you go into that conversation or you end the conversation with, if it happens one more time, we're done. This is it. I understand we did not have that exclusive talk, but now we are exclusive. If it happens again, Goodbye. Look at you with the dating Look advice. That. Look at me. Call you Dr. Gunner. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's a lot of text still coming in on uh, the big decision that we talked about earlier this morning of this gal who messaged us on Instagram that uh, said basically her boyfriend told her on Super Bowl Sunday that, hey, when I was out yesterday with my boys, there's a girl that was kissing me. I didn't realize it was happening until I saw the video that his buddy was filming, you know. Yeah. He basically admitted to her that this happened and obviously had the guilt and was hopefully trying to get her to forgive him for what happened, being that there was no video evidence. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't know what his reasonings behind yeah. telling her was. They'd only been dating nine weeks. Whether they had the exclusive talk or not, we don't know. But uh, we got a text that came in following that. Uh, text the 480. When I was dating my now wife, we were out and I was singing. And I was singing. <laughs> and a girl was <laughs> trying to sit on my lap. And then she tried to kiss me. And my now wife watched it all and told me she wanted to see what kind of man I was. Thank God I passed the test. Thank the good Lord you did. I mean, I get it. That's some that's something that I would one hundred percent do. Would you? Oh yeah. Just sit and watch it happen? Yeah. I feel like in your situation though, Cheyenne, at thirty three years old, <laughs> you find this man. Let's let's say you're like you you feel like engagement's coming at the very next <laughs> Valentine's Day, which is like three weeks away. And you're out at the bar and he's singing and this <laughs> and this girl comes up uh-huh. and I feel like you'd be one that would sprint. And be like, no, leap in between the lips touching because you don't want to have to deal with it. What? Right? I feel like you think I'm so desperate sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. You know? Not, no, I can tell you that this is something I would do because I've done it. I dated a guy. We were together for quite some time and we were actually at a party at your house, Gunner, back hey. in Yakima, Washington. Oh. And I had brought a friend with me, a girlfriend with me, and she and him, they got, everybody was very drunk. She went out to our truck to like sleep. He went out to check on her mm-hmm. and he hadn't been back. So I had come outside. I walked around the tr- the back of the truck. I could hear them talking and it was a lot more inappropriate than it should have been. And I stood there at the tailgate and I watched everything happen. And I ripped her. Once I saw it happen, I ripped her out of the truck. What more other than dirty talk? Was there more than I think that, that if I wouldn't have walked up, more would have happened. Definitely. Mm, but you stepped but in. But I think I was at a point where I was like, I've seen enough. And I'm done. Okay. Yeah. And you pulled the ripcord on that relationship. I pulled, yeah, I did. Okay. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually I did. But. Would you be, are you one that would set your uh, your man up for a test? I don't think so. Just to see what kind of man he is. You kind of strategize with, you know, maybe a female listener or something like that. And you're like, hey, Susie, go ahead, head on out to Denim and Diamonds. My man's going to be out there with his mm-hmm. boys and, you know, got to get all, you know, with him and see what happens. No, I don't you think do so. That? Because I think that at this point in time in my life, if I felt the need to do that, I would just walk away. Like, I, I shouldn't have a need or a feel to, like, do that. It definitely feels like something... Like a, from a younger period of life, right? Because I know I have guy friends that got caught up like that. Uh-huh. Really? Like, like right around, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, texting was 
new-ish. Yeah. And, you know, they'd get some random text from a girl pushing up on him. And it turned out to be, like, the girlfriend had a, an acquaintance or a friend that he didn't know about. Just kind of like, yo, just just holler at him and see what happens. Ew. And, of course, the guy fell for it because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, ta-da, that's my friend. And now we're done. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> like, no. It's see, like, that, does, that, that doesn't. See, by uh, you saying you wouldn't do that is why I think you would intervene with the kiss, like, in the <laughs> moment. Just so you don't have to deal with it. See, the thing that is, though, is, like, I, I need to see things play out. Like, I need a definitive black and white, you did it or you didn't. Yeah. Now, I don't want to intervene because if I intervene, how am I going to know if you would have fully gone through with That's it? That's true. Well, so you, I'm going to sit intervene, back and I'm going to watch. You intervene. You still have the love in your life, right? You just don't let them go to bars anymore and get drunk. <laughs> no, you know, I don't want gotta... that either. <laughs> I don't want that either. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9. Have you ever tested your significant other what they would do in a social situation when faced with temptation? You never did, right? Not on purpose, yeah. no. Definitely wa- been put in a situation where I You watched it, to, but you yeah. didn't stage it, where like you had a friend go up to him and start start talking dirty and see how he exactly. see how he reacts. Yeah. Hopefully you're never having to be in that situation where you feel like you have to test him. Yeah. That sucks. That would be terrible. Text of the nine two eight. If I felt like I had to set up my husband, I wouldn't have a husband. No trust, no friend. Absolutely. Trust is such a big part of a relationship, and if I don't have trust, then I'm like, I don't want it. But there is somebody who did do it and regretted it afterwards. <sighs> text of the 480, I downloaded a free texting app and played off as I was someone else, and he fell for it. He was going to meet this girl at a hotel. I was so mad and upset, I stood up in front of my friends and told them to get out. And now I miss him more than ever. Aww. Uh, and he never went to the hotel because I followed him when he left. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> we're still friends, but uh, we're not together. But where did he go? Did yeah, he go get a so burger? Many more I'm questions. So, yeah. 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 Why? I, well, I, mean, I mean, I understand why the relationship ended. Like you set him up to watch. You like you pretended to be a different person. Like I get why the relationship ended. But where did he go? Maybe he figured it out that it was her that he was texting all along. Yeah. And just op- oh, that's right. Because she stood up and said, "Get out." Yeah, she stood up and oh, said, so "Get out." Probably, so yeah. he goes out to his car and he's doing the whole, you know, something about Mary cry that uh, Ben Stiller did. You know, just crying <laughs> on his on his way out to the car, <laughs> and you know, then he figured it out. Uh-huh. You know, and he's like, "Screw this gal." <laughs> I left, can't say that I know? blame him. Like, if you feel the need to set me up, I would also like if I was the person who was getting set up, I would question as to why there was a trust issue. Like, what did I do to cause? A trust issue, and then I would look at myself. Yeah. But also that comes with, like, self-reflection and knowing yourself. <laughs> if uh, th- This is how every relationship should be right here. Text of the 520. My fiancé and I were together uh, six months before we got engaged. And a couple of months after we got engaged, we were at a bar together, and a girl walked up to him while I was standing next to him. And she said, are you single? He turned and pointed at me and said, no, that's my fiancé right there. Oh, I love but what are you done if she wasn't there? Stop it. <laughs> yes, he would have. Of course he would have. He chose her. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9. Well, yeah, spring training kicking off here in the Valley this week. 15 yes. teams here will be uh, competing in the Cactus League. And uh, it's always fun. The weather's been great now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be great to go out and see a game. Uh, it was this week. 
the uh, D-backs. Let me read this headline from AZ Central. Okay. okay and, this is, and this is in regards to Chase Field, and there's been a lot of talk on whether the D-backs are going to build the new stadium, are they going to renovate Chase Field? Mm-hmm. But here's the headline from AZ Central. D-backs are disappointed over the inability to secure public funding to renovate Chase Field, suggesting that despite a desire to remain in Arizona, the club could eventually look to move elsewhere if an agreement cannot be reached. Oh, pish posh. They're not going anywhere. So it's just an empty threat? Is that I what you're saying? I think that, no so offense what? to the news outlet, that is a very clickbaity headline. They're not going anywhere. Well, I mean, that's what we've been told, you know, from our conversations with Derek Hall and Lavella, Tori Lavello and, you know, other people within the organization. But, I mean, they're doing press conferences now. That's why this is making mm-hmm. news. Now that we're getting into spring training and the baseball season coming off of a World Series season last right. year. What better time to drop a little nugget than right now, right? And kind of put that fear in people. Oh, are we going to lose the team? Are we not? You know, I mean, it's it's all strategy. You know yeah. how this world works. The, the problem whole- is, is that fear works. And I did, I did read a quote from the owner of the D-backs that said, this is how you do business now is by making threats. It's a money-making organization. Mm-hmm. The less out of their pockets they, they can pay for a new stadium, that's how they prefer it. Oh, it's totally. a bu- I mean, it's, a, it's a business. Yeah, but they're still so not going to go anywhere. If they got to move, they got to move. But let's hope not, right? Yeah. The D-backs, as you mentioned, have so much history here, all the way back to the 90s. Right. You know, back when Bank One Ballpark first opened. And I mean, that's why. I mean, it's, there's been no renovations on that ballpark since the 90s. Which makes sense. It's the fourth oldest MLB stadium in the league. Like... It needs renovations. So I figured let's, let's take this opportunity to kind of make our sports predictions this year as, as far as the D-backs, the Cardinals, and we'll throw the Coyotes in there at the end. We'll just say whether they're leaving or staying. <laughs> okay. <I> mean, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, D-backs, what do you see them doing this season? Coming um, off of a World Series season last year. I'm going all in with the D-backs this year. I think they're going all the way, and I think they're going to bring home a World Series. You know your Mariners have better odds of winning the World Series than the D-backs do this upcoming season, right? Um, I, I understand that. However, I'm all in on the D-backs. Okay. I love them. Everybody had better odds than the D-backs last season, and look what happened. <laughs> well, I know. That's true. Yeah, they, That's they, very true. They shocked the world. Uh, what do you got the D-backs doing this season? I think we'll make the playoffs, and then oh, just fingers crossed from there. You'll make the playoffs. I, I got the D-backs losing in the divisional round. Okay. I just think the Dodgers are stacked. Wow. They got Otani. It's going to be so tough to beat the Dodgers this season. Wow. Speaking of, but let, let's stay on the sports vein here. Arizona Cardinals, what do you see them doing this season? New coach? <laughs> I'm going to make a Super Bowl prediction here. Oh I think gosh. that they're going to take a run in the playoffs. <laughs> but that's a, that's as far as they get? I don't think they're going for a Super Bowl run, but I will say that they're going to the playoffs. Okay, Abe? Uh, I, th- I think they finished like 8-9. and nine. I got seven and ten. No playoffs. Okay. You got the Niners, Rams. Seahawks got a new coach. Oh, I know. know. I'm fully aware. Yeah. I know that they suck. (laughs) And uh, I got the Coyotes moving to Salt Lake City. What do you got on your bingo card? They're staying here. (laughs) I am all in on Arizona teams right now. (laughs) They're staying where they're going to end up. I'm going to go North Phoenix, North Scottsdale area. Desert Ridge out that way? Yep, just north of the 101. All right. You got the Coyotes staying in town? Yeah, I think so. All right. I got them to Salt Lake City. You are. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What do you call a sad sad cup of coffee? What do you call a sad cup of coffee? A depresso. Depresso. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. A depressed cup of coffee. Depresso. Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at about 7.50. 
is Gunner and Cheyenne, Camel Country. 1079. Well, it's time to play Pick Your Battle. We do it every weekday at about this time. A little trivia game. You get to choose who you want to play against, either Cheyenne or myself. And you make that decision based on the category that you are given. And what you know about us, just listening to us over the, uh, the course of however many years we've been doing this. Five, six. Decades. <laughs> Decades of doing this. Yes. Uh, the prize today, tickets to Country Thunder, which is coming up in about a month and a half out there in Florence. You got Jelly Roll, Lenny Wilson, Eric Church, Co. Wetzel, Priscilla Block, and more. Uh, Cheyenne, you ready to play? Yep, yep. Uh, Abe, are you ready to play? Let's do it. Gunner, are you ready to play? You betcha, Chica. Okay, don't, don't, don't ever say that again. <laughs> Carly is in Chandler. Are you ready to play, Carly? Yes. All right, five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you'll have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category? Your category today is one-word movie titles. Ooh, ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> one-word movie titles. Who do you want to go up against today, Carly? Let's go against Cheyenne today. All right. Yes. Cheyenne's Please. pulling her headphones out. She's heading on out of the studio. One word movie titles. Yeah. Wow. All right. So just a heads up, I'm going to give you the year, one or two of the actors, and a brief description, and you can just shout out the movie. Cool? Okay. All right. Here we go. 1995, Alicia Silverstone as a high school student in Beverly Hills. Clueless. Correct. 2001, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson as male models. Uh, pass. 2007, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah trying to buy booze for a high school party. <laughs> oh my goodness, pass. 2010, Leonardo DiCaprio infiltrates dreams to steal information. I'm horrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> and 2013, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock in space. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Right. I'm horrible. I'll go back to question two. Okay, 2001, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson as male models. That's time. Oh, man. You got one out of five. Let's bring I Cheyenne back in. Oh. I feel like... I, I feel like I would have gotten uh, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. I don't think I would have gotten five. But let's see how Cheyenne okay. does. She got one out of five, Cheyenne. Okay. One All out right. of five. Okay. All right, Cheyenne, I'm going to give you the year, <laughs> one or two of the actors, and a brief description. And okay. Just tell me the movie, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. 1995, Alicia Silverstone as a high school student in Beverly Hills. Uh, pass. 2001, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson as male models. Oh, uh, Zoolander. Correct. 2007, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah trying to buy booze for a high school party. Uh, uh, super bad. Oh, nice. Correct. 2010, Leonardo DiCaprio infiltrates dreams to steal information. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Pass. 2013, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock in space. Gravity. Correct. Wow. All right, that's question one. 1995, Alicia Silverstone as a high school student in Beverly Hills. Come on. Even I know this one. Oh, Clueless. Correct. Uh, question four. 2010, Leo infiltrating dreams to steal information. Uh, I I honestly don't know this one. I have no idea what this is. Is that uh, the Da Vinci Act? That would be Inception. Oh, Inception. Oh, yeah. I've never right. even seen that movie. Well, Cheyenne, you got uh, four, out four out of five. Yeah. Wow. Nicely done. Woohoo. Uh, well, Carly, we're still going to get you squared away with your Country Thunder tickets. All right? Yeah. Bye-bye.
Gunner and Cheyenne. I had one of the most redneckiest moments of my life over the weekend, Lies. Cheyenne. So we had the three-day weekend. Lies. Yeah, you're like the least rednecky person I've ever met. But let me tell you what happened. Okay. Like I said, it's the redneckiest of my life. I'm not saying it's anything like drastic. You okay. know, about two years ago, I went and bought some fishing poles uh-huh. for my daughters and I to go out on the Salt River and do some fishing. Yeah, I remember. We went out once. Uh-huh. And we had not been out in the last two years. <laughs> Again, like <Yeah>. I said. <laughs> <laughs> like I dropped like $200 on these poles and everything else at Bass Pro Shops, and we went once. Yeah, you're not really an outdoorsy so, kind of guy. Take it over the weekend. Weather was great this last weekend. Uh-huh. I'm going to head up to the Salt River and throw a line in and see what we catch. <laughs> How'd it go for you? It didn't go at all because I got too drunk that I could <laughs> not even drive up to the river. <laughs> Pretty sure that's, a, uh, that's something... Redneck, right there, right? I think so. It definitely that, lands in the category. Is that rednecky? <laughs> I don't know, but I really like the word red, rednecky. <laughs> Too drunk to fish. <laughs> What's the redneckiest thing you've ever done? Ooh, I mean, I grew up in a really small town that is pretty much full of rednecks, so I feel like my entire childhood was a rednecky situation. Yeah. Any specific examples? Um, I would say off the top of my head, something I haven't done since I moved here is when you go to the grocery store early in the morning or late at night or really whenever, uh, you wear your cowboy boots and, and basketball shorts. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound super rednecky, but when you yeah. think about it, kind of is. <laughs> Speaking of wearing boots to stores, I wore my uh, Luke Combs camouflage Crocs to oh. Ace Hardware the other day. I had <laughs> you to. Uh, so this was ahead of the Super Bowl party. I was thinking I was going to need more propane. And for whatever reason, I was wearing the Crocs, did not even think about it. And I realized when I was walking out of the Ace store, that I'm wearing my Crocs <laughs> with my Travis Matthew jeans. That's a whole other category in itself. It was a vibe. It was a style, Cheyenne. <laughs> well. And it is now trademarked. Crocs and Travis Matthew. Call it what you want. <laughs> Fashion, probably not one of them. Hey, but you ever find yourself doing something pretty rednecky? Come on now. He's like the cityest <laughs> of city now. boys. I know, but I mean, every L- now and Look then. at me and really think about that question. <laughs> <laughs> the most rednecky thing Abe has done is join this show on a country <laughs> <Pretty> stage. Much, <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if he does do something rednecky, he's got like one of those men in black pens where he just eliminates it from his memory. <laughs> from my own memory? <laughs> your own memory. Or the other people that witnessed it. No. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> you don't even put your own sunglasses on. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. What is the redneckiest thing you've ever done? For me, like, like Cheyenne said just minutes ago, I'm not very rednecky. I'm not. But over the weekend, I got too drunk to fish. And I feel like that that is a pretty redneck situation to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, you go fishing to drink, except you never made it to the fishing. You flip-flopped them and then never got there. Yeah, I just never got there. You're a changing man. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a Bass Pro Shop hat one of these days and... I would lose my mind. Uh, what is the redneckiest thing you've ever done? Text at the 602. I shot at a pigeon in my underwear. <laughs> That's amazing. Text at the 623. I made s'mores with a Bic lighter. <laughs> That's not even redneck. That's resourceful. Resourceful. That's resourceful. 602-894-5653. Carrie is in Mesa. Carrie, what's the most redneckiest thing you've ever done? Back in high school, one of my friends had a boyfriend with a with a pickup truck, uh-huh. and so uh, during the summers we like went and bought a tarp, and we would put the tarp at the bottom of the pickup truck and fill it with water, so it's like a mobile swimming pool, <laughs> and like drive around town just like chilling in the back. You'd actually drive <laughs> in the back with a full water. Yeah, yeah, 
life. He would drive us around in our like bikinis, like hanging out with cool. I See, feel like that's some that's like some country thunder camping on yeah. wheels. <laughs> You've got like one of them eighty pound friends, you know. I mean, depending on how hard they hit the brakes, I mean that you go right ran on out of the uh, the back of the truck there. <laughs> Terrible. Hopefully Ow. that didn't happen, Gary. Luckily that did not happen. <laughs> no. All right, truck bed pool. Check redneckiest <laughs> thing you've done. I like it. All right, Carrie, appreciate you. Thank you. Cole and Gilbert, redneckiest thing you've done. What do you got? We had this light blue Chevy truck that wasn't running. And my dad just left it in the front yard there. And we just use it as, as shooting practice. <laughs> shooting so, at the truck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it started off with like, you know, an accidental like it was like, oh, you shot BBs, and then it was like, well, yeah, but where else? And then targets went up on it, and then <laughs> it just became like a famous, like you know, thing to shoot. Okay, well, I, I'm assuming you're out in the country, then, right? I mean, you're oh, not yeah. in some neighborhood. <laughs> it's not in yeah, downtown yeah. Mesa. Okay, well, I know. I envision a truck in my front driveway, and there's houses all around. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we had we had some distance, and we, and we knew like each neighbor on each side. You know, we knew, and and they were. People were in on it because they would come yeah. and they'd be like, oh, okay, well, hey, can we shoot? And it's like, yeah, okay. But I'm talking about mostly BB guns here, too. Yeah. I'm not talking about, like, you know, shotguns or anything. Right. You have one, like, uh, ricochet back at you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Just shoot out your eye out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the game, too. You're like, Phew. You're like oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That in itself, rednecky thing to do. <laughs> totally. I like it. Camel Country 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 